In an era where our lives are often dominated by screens and social media, it's easy to feel like we've never been more connected, yet paradoxically more isolated than ever before. The internet, with all its wonders, has reshaped the way we connect. It's opened up new avenues for building relationships, transcended geographical boundaries, and brought together like-minded individuals. And right at the heart of this digital revolution are platforms like Discord, where our Myco community has absolutely blossomed. Tonight, I brought back a friend of the podcast who runs a very special Discord server to discuss with him what he does differently to foster real connection and friendship with the members of his server. Of course, we discuss cultivation, crosses, extractions, and even dosing. But most importantly, he and I took some time out of our busy lives to connect. So now I invite you to sit down, stay a while, hang out with Geeky and his good friend Whitebeard. You're listening to the Michael Geeky Podcast. A podcast that inspires people to grow mushrooms at home to improve their mental, emotional, and physical health. Most people call him Geeky, and he is a passionate mushroom cultivator advocate and educator every week he sits down with fellow cultivators mushroom educators scientists and therapists to discuss the various ways people can approach mushroom cultivation and how mushrooms can be used to improve their lives all right guys what's up welcome to the myco geeky podcast the podcast that goes deep so you can level up your at-home mushroom cultivation game i'm your host michael geeky and we got a great show for you tonight Got, uh, you know, we've been hitting a lot of them uh, one hour marks, uh, a lot of them maybe one hour, 15 minute marks. We got a little something extra for you tonight. And that's because uh, I got a chance to sit down with one of my good friends, uh, past podcast guest, uh, Whitebeard. So we're going to talk to him tonight. Uh, first, let me just shout out, you know, do some shout outs here. Shout out to Patreon supporters. You guys are kicking butt. Um uh, definitely growing the, the, the Patreon support is growing. I think more people realizing you don't got to support me at the $25 level. You can support me at the $5 level. You can support me for a month. If that's all you can do two months, three months, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, definitely appreciate you guys, uh, showing your support. It's really helping me out. Uh, also want to shout out my discord mods and all the people in my discord, um, I got a lot of people in there now, over 1,500 people, and, uh, you know, it's a lot to manage, so uh, my mods are doing a wonderful job. I really appreciate you guys. Um, and what else are we doing? Oh, yeah, I uh, got a lot of questions about the mutant grow along. We're doing a mutant grow along. Um, that should be, uh, we should be accepting, um, uh, you know, inquiries ab about getting those genetics uh, second week of December. <laughs> All right, guys, if your tubs are growling at you, uh, you might be doing something wrong. But if it's a mutant tub, you might be doing something right. So anyway, stay tuned for that. That should be a lot of fun. You know, we we are getting closer to Christmas. So uh, stay tuned for some announcements around Christmas time. That should be a lot of fun. Um, anyway, uh, let's just do it. Uh, we got we got a lot of talking to do. So let's get uh, let's get right into the interview with uh, my good buddy, Whitebeard. All right. Welcome to the show. A friend of the podcast, uh, back for, for another visit here, uh, Whitebeard. What's up, man? What's going on, brother? Good to not be a, back, man. Yeah, good, good, good to have you. Um, you know, man, it's, it's not been that long, but, but I tell you what, it's, uh, it's, it's cool to have you back. It's, 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 
it really shows me uh, how much can happen in this community, you know, in just a year, two years. Uh, man, we, you know, we got a little history and uh, it, it's cool to see all the stuff you're up to. And so uh, we were chit-chatting this week and I was like, this is come back on. You got stuff to talk about. We we should talk about it. So thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. Hell yeah, brother. I mean, quite a bit's happened since then, huh? I know. <laughs> I know, right? All right. And we're going to talk about some of it. How about that? Um, Sounds so, like a plan. So first off, um, you know, we both, uh, I would say we both have a story to tell about our early Discord I don't want to say years, but let's just say early discord times. And, uh, you know, in the beginning you start the server and they're small and they're intimate and they're your favorite people and they have a certain vibe to them. And, uh, at some point there's always a tipping point with these, with these servers and it, it, it gets popular for good reasons. And then all of a sudden stuff gets a little out of control, huh? <laughs> gets a little out of control. Yes, yeah, for sure. It does. I think almost no matter what you do, um, I, I, I think just by sheer numbers, this happens. And, and so that happened to you and you have a new oh, server. Yeah. So how about we do this? Uh, just tell me, uh, just, just so everybody can hear, you know, let's, let's talk about the discord saga, um, you know, that, that brought you to starting a new server. Yeah, sure. Um, so you know, you said earlier, you didn't want to talk about our earlier Discord years, but Geeky, it's actually been years. Right. <laughs> yeah, so it is actually our, our yeah. earlier years, you know? Um, well, uh, okay, so the old server I had, which was called the Beard Bunch, um, existed long before there was any Myco stuff going on in it. It was specifically... Uh, for gaming and and playing Dungeons and Dragons because we we play okay. online Dungeons and Dragons, but um, right. there was another server that I had made a bunch of friends in, and that server was it was just turning real bad. The I'm not going to mention names or the names of the server, but uh, there was a huge power trip going on for the uh, for the owner and for some of the mods in it. Okay. And people just weren't happy being there anymore. So And this was a gaming server. No. Well, oh, no. Okay, my original server was a gaming server. But okay. the server I'm talking about is a micro server. Okay, it was a micro the, server. Okay. Yeah. And uh so there was about a dozen people that just they didn't have any they didn't really have anywhere else to go. Right. And that was their quote unquote home. And uh but it was getting it was getting bad, so I created a invisible side to the Beard Bunch server, to okay. where you know you could only see that side of the server if I gave you particular roles that would allow you to see it. Right. Okay. And uh, so that I did that. I made a micro side to that server, the Beard Bunch, and uh, and it quickly became the popular side of the server, right. uh, quite a bit to the point to where. Um, it was going to start needing mods and stuff like that. And, right. you know, I'm just, I don't want it that big. You know, I, I, I tried keeping it low, but then some of the people that were already in were like, Hey, I've got a friend. Right. I can that's how it, for that's him. how it starts in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, but it's so good, but just let, I just got one or 17 friends. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. So, um, 
it got to the point to where um i just was uncomfortable with it you know and also it them being a smaller server it, like you said much more intimate yeah. People know each other a lot more right, and, right. you know, to the point where we know each other's names and we're in voice all the time and we're on video doing our harvests or just whatever the hell we're doing at the moment. And there might be three or four of us doing that at the same time. And, right. uh, we, you get real comfortable and I like that a lot, yeah. like a lot. Yeah. That is a special thing about the culture you create in, in your service for sure is that. Yes. So, um, you know, when, when things uh, get a little unruly, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. it started affecting the other side of that server. You oh. know, a, a lot of people were, uh, I don't think they, it was intentional by any means, but you know, you had a couple drinks or you're tripping or you smoke a couple joints or whatever, and you want to post something right. and you end up posting it in the wrong side. And then all of a sudden, all my, all my vanilla friends who don't even know what's going on, that there's even another side to that server. All of a sudden they're being inundated with pictures of mushrooms and harvests and, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. And it was just, that getting wasn't messy. working. Yeah. Yeah. Messy. That wasn't working. And, uh, you know, you try to be nice cause you know, they're probably not doing it on purpose. So it's not like you want to kick them out of the server or anything, but, uh, it just can't be, you know? So plus, you know, once things start getting a little bit bigger, uh, there's some some infighting going on, you know, amongst people yeah. that just mm -hmm. seem to have issues getting along, you know. And even though you make it a point to not talk about religion or politics or any of that, it, it some seems to always somebody just has to inject it, you know. Yeah. And it's like, geez, man, yeah. you're fucking yeah. it up for everybody. And and I'll tell you this, um, the the stronger so when. I had somebody early on who also came from a gaming background. They had been on, you know, discord from literal inception. And they said they have seen over and over again, servers go down in flames because they allowed, they were just more relaxed. Sure. Talk about politics sometimes. Sure. Talk about religion. Sure. Talk about the sure. Oh, you don't like these people. Sure. Talk about it. And, he said every time it was the absolute demise of the server. So he said, can't just don't do it The you can't, especially out of the gate, set that tone. It will just bring in the worst people. The trolls just get real excited and they just can't wait to show up. So, yeah, I, I think that especially as it gets bigger and as you're, growing and maybe not necessarily keeping up with mods and all that kind of stuff. It's, it doesn't take long for, for some of that stuff to happen. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. As a matter of fact, I think probably one of the worst things to go down in that server, uh, happened literally overnight while I was sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> I woke yeah. up to an absolute shit storm and I was like, Holy fuck. And then, yeah. you know, some people were upset that, I hadn't done anything about it. And I'm like, dude, I was sleeping. I was like, sleeping. can you, can you let me wake up and read through all this to see what's going on? You know, but the, right. but the, the crowd demanded action and I wasn't, I wasn't willing to just act immediately on. Right. 
on you know what other people were saying i wanted to see it for myself right and and make my own decision about it um i actually had some mods at the time and um they didn't really take any action on it which is fine i mean leaving it to me i i totally understand because the situation was i probably if i was a mod in there i probably wouldn't want to have made any decisions either. It was a little tricky. You know, we had to do right. a little research to find out what was going on. But yeah. anyway, um, yeah, so that was, that there was the cue for me that I needed to separate this from my, from the beard bunch. You right. know, we needed something else that was going to be strictly Myco. Uh, there wouldn't be any more of the cross postings where the vanillas were going to see. Right mushroom stuff and the vanillas and, yeah <laughs> i guess All that's right. telling that i'm using that's, that term huh yeah, but uh funny. nonetheless yeah. you know um so we we created uh the cultivation club um Cult culta let me get this right cultivation yeah cultivation. yeah like masturbation but yes. cultivating you know I, I think that's that's uh that's absolutely on the nose for most of us because that's what we do we just cannot get enough of exactly. mushrooms so yeah i dig it i like it exactly and it well, it was two reasons it has that name uh for one you're you're spot on and that was definitely a reason to call it that but um i have issues typing and every okay. time i would type cultivate it would always come out cultivate not b-a-i-t like masturbate but uh, -huh. uh you're like nonetheless yeah. you know yeah. it, that happened so many times that i, I quit trying to correct it. <laughs> to fix it all the editing in the in Dang the discord it. chat spell check wins again yeah okay. yeah exactly yes uh so you know we we just did that we we took the people from the server that were still around because um you know some stuff went down and some people left and some people had to leave. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I, I watched this play out and it was fascinating because what, what happens then, and this is man, just in general, you know, this, this is unique. I think to discord, I think maybe you see a bit of this in Facebook as well. It's these moderated groups. So whether it's on Facebook or it's a discord server, um, it is not hard for a server. If the owner lets this happen, for uh, the mods to be vying for attention and quote power. And some people maybe enjoy that role a little bit too much. And so then what happens if somebody, you know, closer to the owner or in power is actually the person in question, it just gets real political and real dicey real fast. And it's, it's hard to, it's a very tricky situation. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, thankfully, uh, I I do want to say that the mods that I did have at that time, uh, I did not, I did not experience that with. Yeah, there that's was great. Uh, nobody was abusing their powers, and right. there there really wasn't any infighting amongst the mods, um, or like you said, vying for attention kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. They they were they were pretty chill, you know. I I have that's to good. say I'm I'm very thankful and fortunate that that wasn't my problem you know <laughs> yeah but um so, oh yeah so that, that wasn't for that wasn't for your server that was just in the ongoing saga you know oh, he's yeah. been in way too many servers for myco and uh, i just had to start pulling out because i'm like i can't do any of that stuff i don't have the time for it i'm um, with you bro yeah. i left a good 
30 servers this year alone. Yeah. I'm real small. Every once in a while, somebody will message me, hey, why'd you leave my server? And I'm like, man, don't don't take personal personal offense to it. I do not have the time to, to be on my server as much as I would like to. So just... Same. Yeah. You know, I just felt weird being in these servers and, and not being active at all. Right. You don't want you know, to lurk. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I, well, it's not even lurking. Like, I'm not even reading them. I'm just... Yeah. I don't have time at all to even look in their servers much less uh right. yeah. be active in any way so yeah same thing i've had a mask hey man why'd you leave the server and i'm like i'm sorry bro i just no offense to you no offense i I, I barely have enough time for my own you know so now i'm i'm in like four yeah. um i'm in yours and ginevra's and uh and the fafo cult nice deadpools yeah very cool yeah, that's but, an old uh, school one for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, talk about old school, right? Yeah, in the old, old Discord days. Remember yeah. when we all yeah. met up in, uh, what was that, Munchausen server? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah as a matter yeah, of fact, I've, that's the I haven't been in his in a while either. <laughs> right. Yeah, that matter of fact, that's the first time I learned that um, Discord had a micro scene at oh, all. Right. You know, was I was uh, watching one of his videos you know, just to have something on in the background while I was doing lab work and stuff. Right. And he said something, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it piqued my interest. And I checked the, the about me section of the video to see if he had mentioned that in any right. way in the about mm -hmm. me. And it had his discord link. And I was nice. like, Whoa, really? Like there's a discord server about this. And I hopped in there day one, dude, ran into you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's funny. That's how I met you, for yeah. those that don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a few years ago. But it was. Yeah. So anyway, the, the new server. Um, it's a little different. It's a little mm -hmm. different than the Myco side of the old um, Beard Bunch server. Uh, just, it's just another server, man, to be honest. And, and smaller. Yeah, much smaller. Much capped. smaller. You're capping it's it. It's capped. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There and that's will never not to be more create... than... That's not to create like any sense of exclusivity or no. cool, get in the club. That no. is truly just a practical decision of you've been around the block in, in discord. You see what happens when it gets too big. But yeah. yeah. And then to me, too big is over 75, which yeah. a lot of people might think that that's a really low number, but I feel like that's when it started to lose right. its intimacy for us. But now know? also the way your servers work is different. You, um, like for me, I felt like mine at about two or 300, uh, was real good. Um, you could keep up with conversations in the channel. You could kind of feel like you knew most everybody in it. Um, but also we were not doing a lot of active voice chats. We were not doing a lot of go live videos. Um, so it, it was a, a little bit different. So I can see for the way you run your server, that makes, that does sound absolutely about right yeah like you said man this has nothing to do at all with exclusivity or anything like that it's not right. the cool kids club it's just that is the level where i feel like i can run it without needing mods right um the the atmosphere is very family oriented and what what i mean by that is just there's a bunch of us in there that have known each other for years you know, right. and uh, some of the newer people, oh, 
by the way, I went to a, a vetting technique before I admitted anybody to the server, and that has made a massive difference. All right, in... what is it? Let's hear it. What's the vetting technique? Oh, well, I mean, basically, I just, before I, bef if you asked to come in, for, first of all, I prefer if you were referred in right. by an existing okay. member, right? And even them, they still get vetted. It's right. nobody, nobody, the only people who didn't get vetted were the people I'd already known for a good while that were right. in the other server. Right. Everybody else that's been added. Um, but it's just a sit down. I we see. Get okay. On, we get so there isn't like a, a tactic. It was just do you should have a vetting process. Yes. Right. It's if just, you want an intimate server, if you're not trying to play the look how big my server is game, if you're not playing that dick swinging contest, then vet people. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's just a sit down, have a little conversation see if they pass the vibe check, ask them right. a few questions, you know, how long you've been cultivating, you know, what type of experience do you have? Are you interested in, you know, extractions or, or any of the other stuff beyond just the cultivating part, you know, and, and, uh, right. just get a feel for them, you know, yeah. I, I really, really make sure that anybody who comes in has thick skin because we joke a lot and they're bad jokes. Like, right. <laughs> If you are easily offended, you will get offended in there, you know, and, right. but nobody means harm. It's just like right. the guys razzing each other, you know, right. like back when you were kids and you were all telling your mama jokes and shit like right. that, you know, yes. it was, it's just part of the community. And I got to make sure that they understand that we're like that and right. that you crying about it is just going to get you sent packing yeah. because and, and that's the whole vibe in some servers that's literally what it's all about is finally a place where i can just make some jokes be irreverent not have to worry about people getting upset about it and uh a, that's pe a lot of people like that i am yeah. way too big for that I got, oh yeah i don't know 1500 people and i i prune that sucker God. all the time it probably would be five or six thousand if i had not so just ruthlessly pruned it because there there was a tipping point after uh the the christmas giveaway last year where we just had such a flood of people coming in and sadly i think it's because like oh look at this guy he's giving away free stuff i want free stuff oh, of course right that's who all doesn't it took that's all it took, right? I've been, I've been to Costco. Yeah, yeah, I want a free sample of food I don't even like. Like, yeah. yes, that's what we do. It's true. Man, I didn't even, I wasn't aware that you were up that high. I quit paying attention to how I kept the, I keep the member trying count to keep it once low. you hit 500. No, nah, I can't keep it. I can't keep it lower. I mean, the whole angle, I loved it when it was real small, but at a certain point it was like, I got people watching the show. People want to ask questions. People want to, you know, an interface. And so I was like, I should open this up and I should start saying, you know, if you want to connect and talk to quality cultivators, come to my server. And I did that. And that was, yeah, that's when it got real big. So, I mean, I, I still love my server. It is still, every time I spend some hours in there, I'm like, wow, this is a great server. It's no drama. Questions get answered. Um, Maybe not as quickly as they used to. They used to get, when it was smaller, they got answered like insanely fast, instantly, <laughs> and by multiple amazing growers. It's a little bit slower sure. now because it's too big. Um, but yeah, still good. Still great. Um, I am uh, 
tell everybody Discord is such a phenomenal place, especially for new growers, because you get to build relationships with people in a more meaningful way. Um, you know, a lot of good friendships will come from spending time on Discord. And I've never heard anybody say, yeah, I gave Discord a shot, you know, a real good shot for four, five, six months, and I just hate it and I have to leave. Nobody does that. They, they, anybody that gives it a, a real honest try loves Discord. Anyway, Man, I, I have to my... agree wholeheartedly with you on that for sure. The, just the entire, I don't know, I don't want to say atmosphere because I think that should be kind of relegated to whatever server, particular server you're right. in, but just the, I don't know how to explain it. It's, well, it's it, definitely different. For me, so, okay, there's no, you're not inundated with advertising like you are on Facebook. You're not bombarded by, you know, the algorithms, decision-making on what feeds from what people you should want to see on Facebook. You're really controlled on Facebook. You don't even realize it, but Facebook is messing with you when you're on oh, absolutely. Facebook. 100%. And, then, and then on Instagram, love Instagram, but Instagram's whole MO is just eye candy, just eye candy, eye candy, eye candy, right? The biggest, greatest Instagram accounts know how to do eye candy. That's what it's all about there. Sure. You can DM yeah. people. You can, you know, you can build a, some, some friendships, casual friendships there, but all you're doing on discord is talking to people. Oh yeah. So that's, that's why it works. It, 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 it is of the social media platforms for me. It just, it's more conducive to knowledge sharing, to, you know, eliminating gatekeeping. Everything about it makes you want to share information with people you get to know and you want to help. You get to see them grow. I can spend 10 minutes helping somebody out one day. A month later, I can see the grow. They shout you out. Oh, hey, by the way, you know, Geeky gave me this tip. Or, oh, hey, you know, man, I was struggling in my still airbox. Shout out to Whitebeard for the Broke Boy Fan Tech. It's been working great. All these little things just, it, it just feels better. I don't know. I That's, agree. Yeah. That's I agree. I, I, it, it. It, it, I think it's much better at getting people to connect to each other. Yes, I think uh, so. You know, be, better than all of them. Better than Reddit. And yeah. Better than, God knows, better than uh, the Shroomery or Microtropic right. or, you know, any of those. Um, yeah. I think Discord's where it's at. You know, I'm, and, I'm with you. And, and it's, safe. it's one of the safer platforms as far it, as it is anonymity. You know, you can set up two factor authentication. There's just it just on every level for what our community is all about. I, I say that sh everyone should be given that a real honest try. Yeah, I agree. You know, it, it has its faults as far as the the security of Discord uh, might not quite be as top notch as some of the other ones that are that are encrypted and stuff like that. Oh, but as sure, far as but, for what it is, it's probably yeah. the, the safest of its kind out there. Uh, much safer than Facebook or any of that stuff. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. So oh, man, well, so, okay. New server We're you know, that's, uh, we, we pretty much can't talk without talking about that. Cause that's so integral to, to how we became friends. All right. So you're, you mentioned to me in this new server, you know, everything is scaled down. It's so, uh, it's so appealing to me because it's, uh, it's just back to everything I really, really loved about discord. Then maybe I don't have so much in, in my current server, but that's okay. But you're doing a grow along. How about we talk a little bit about, uh, 
uh, about the grow along you're doing. Sure. Uh, one of our newer members, take the red leaf. Mm-hmm. Um, he's hosting this grow along basically, um, very similar to the grow along we've had in the past. You know, nobody really has to pay for anything other than just the shipping of right. the, okay. of the spores, you know, and, uh, we, we attempt to get everyone who's, who's participating to start on the same date. You know, that's right. That's very tricky and it never happens. Right. But yeah, at least we we're, we're close, you know, to where it's not somebody right. starting two, three weeks later kind of stuff. And, uh, we just run with it. You know, everybody has their own methods. Everybody has their own, whatever. And we're just growing it along to see. Uh, it's not really like a contest as to who has the best fruits or anything like that, but, um, yeah, the learning opportunity, right? You get to see everybody do their thing, and if somebody's flush looks amazing and better than yours, you can go, all right, what did you do? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it, it's conducive for that. Now, I do want to pull this up. Um, you know, we live in the the era of uh, AI, and it's just so cool, right? Like, the, the graphics now are just so next level, right? This casual, small grow-along you're doing, Look at this graphic. Somebody would have had to pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for this, you know, a couple of years ago. But we got this really rad uh, graphic here. Now let me go into. All right, here no. we go. So take the red leaf. So this is uh, some subtrop. I'm assuming his grow. Yes. Nice. And then what now, is this arrow over here on the right? Uh, that arrow is to indicate the particular fruit that all the swabs were taken from uh, okay. for the. Yeah, every, not only does everybody get the same swabs from the same harvest, we all got the same swabs from the same fruit. From one fruit. That from is one super fruit, cool. Yeah. Now, that you mentioned cool. the uh, the uh, grow-along, um, the art for the grow-along. Mm-hmm. Now, Take the Red Leaf is, is a professional digital art creator. Oh, he made okay. that. All right. Yeah, cool. Because I do know you, you don't get you don't get words in your AI generated art. <laughs> you can try, but it always ends <laughs> up. it might give you a, a style to go for. But yeah, that has to be modified. But yeah, I, I've done a few things. And I, I mean, no offense to him if this is all 100 percent original, but uh, it, it no, looks I think fantastic. He, I think he does use AI to help nice. generate parts of his art for Very sure. Cool. I think that's At least really from what I remember. Be, if I'm wrong, I'm my bad, Red. Yeah. If if that was from scratch, I'm sorry, but I yeah. I thought you used uh, AI. I've seen you've said you've used AI, so I assumed. Yeah, the um, I think that'll be the future. Is uh, the the way you know the definition of an artist will shift a little bit from you know you got to mix your own paints and you got to sit around and uh, you know stretch your canvases and paint meticulously with with all your little brushes to you know, using the latest technology. So uh, I'm, I'm cool with it. I still love all the old school, you know, by hand stuff, but there, we're not going to stop this. So we might as well, you know, embrace it to some embrace degree. it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't think that was all AI. I think he did quite a bit to that. Oh no. Does... I think he had to do some of it. To... Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So again, that's so rad. Everybody's grow is going to come from a single, the spores fruit. of a single fruit that will be very yes. cool to see the the variety there and and all that kind of stuff very cool 
All right, let me pull that. Yeah, off. I was very excited about that. I I thought that that all of them coming from the same fruit yeah. was just that oh, was man. badass. And, and and so how many people you got participating? I know your server's under a hundred right now, um, and I think you're trying to keep it that way, correct? I'm trying to keep it. Well, I'm not trying. I'm going to keep it under seventy five. Under seventy five. Okay. So how many people? How many people doing the sub trap grow along? Because it's not just a cube thing, right? You got to do a little bit. Got to, you got to treat them a little different. Well, funny you say that. Of all these years I've been growing, uh-huh. I've never grown anything but cubes. This is going to be the very first oh, time. I've never, right. I've never grown medicinals. I've mm-hmm. never grown uh, gourmets. I've never grown anything but cubes, period. Cubes, cubes, cubes. Okay. Yeah, cubes, yeah. cubes, cubes. And for over two decades, it was nothing but, uh, you know, Golden Teachers, B+. Plus, right. That kind of stuff. You know, the... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, Wombat yeah, I, told a very similar story. He was like, man, back in the day, he goes, <laughs> there weren't many choices. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't. Yeah. There really wasn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this cool. is going to be my, I'm getting my cherry like pop it. on like growing it. something other than a cube. And so another reason I'm really excited about it. And that's great. And I think that, you know, some, some people who are maybe newer to the mm-hmm. hobby, probably most likely their first non-cube too right yeah you know so i, I, think, I think that's, that's a good neat. one i think that's a good one i think as long as you guys uh figure out a way of boosting the humidity uh i don't even think it has to be outrageous but if you can get the humidity bumped i think you guys are gonna get some cool fruit it looks like red leaf already grows them so i'm sure he's given everybody some tips and tricks so that's absolutely awesome. yeah yeah cool. basically from what he told us uh they grow almost exactly like cubes except for they like to be choked a little so oh oh i that i actually have not specifically heard so he doesn't he doesn't add additional humidity to them i don't know now now i'm asking out of your wheelhouse okay all right yes okay we'll we'll let you get the grow along i don't want to start telling lies we'll 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 find out what works and what doesn't we'll 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 talk about a little bit later okay hell yeah Nice. Well, that's great. I think, uh, I think the grow along concept is great. Um, I think the first time I got exposed to it was, uh, Yoshi was doing a grow along. I think it was Natalensis. And I just thought this is so smart because some of these harder to grow, uh, you know, exotics or wood lovers, right? The techs are not perfectly dialed on this stuff. Um, they're more complicated to grow. They're more finicky. And so why not get a bunch of people farting around and trying to figure out how to grow these things more successfully. So I agree. Um, yeah, we're, we're doing a, a grow along coming up for mutants. Um, I think Enigma remains uh, one of those cultigens that a lot of people have wanted to grow for a long time and haven't. Um, we had Mick on, I know, you know, we, we both have known Mick for a while from the limitless days. Um, oh yeah. And so afterwards I was talking to P Funk and he was like, cause I was saying, I, I think it's about time for another grow along. You know, we did the iceberg grow along, man. We had people turning in uh, results from that seven months later, like, like way later. Wow. So I was like, okay, finally, I think that that grow along is done. It's about mm-hmm. time for another one. What should we do? And then after I had uh, Mick on, I was like, yeah, okay, mutants. People want to grow them. This will be a good chance to to let people finally get their hands on all these genetics and and grow some mutants. They're potent. They work. I, I mean, the 
Denver psychedelic cop, you know, had a, had a lot of mutations and blobs showing up and representing real hard. So I, I think going forward, you know, instead of it being all about that perfect canopy or that singular amazing fruit, I, I think a lot of us cultivators are going to be looking at blobs and mutants for potency and unique alkaloid profiles and stuff like that. So that's what we're doing for that. So this is great. I got white beards doing subtrops. We're doing mutants. I don't know what everybody else is doing. Hopefully it's more than just cubes because there's such an opportunity in the community to start growing other stuff. Stuff with psilocybin in it, but other stuff. Yeah, Sure. So that's cool. All right. So uh, next up, um, you sent me a bunch of pictures. Uh, you said, all right, last time I didn't do so well with the photos. So let's, <laughs> you want to make sure you get some photos in there. Um, but of yeah. course you're, you're, you're kind of, you know, proud of all the people in your server. So you sent me a bunch Very of much photos. So. Very um, much so, so. Let's pull some of these up. Now let's start. You wanted to talk about, you said you had some, some people in the server who are doing a lot of stuff with, uh, extractions, tinctures, you know, some unique ways of, um, extracting or or using the psilocybin in the fruit so let's let's pull some of that stuff up here all right so this first photo is from special tea um what do we got here it looks like uh one of them jewelry cleaners oh yeah yeah all right what's this is up our, with that well um we've been hearing about how to utilize uh sonic generators to break okay. down cell wall, cell walls and things like that of the fruits uh-huh. to to achieve better extractions okay. than uh you know the way we've been doing it for decades now you know uh right. you know making blue juice things like that right. you know crystal of the gods all, all that stuff you know the the techniques of doing the, you know a cold wash alcohol extraction you know and don't get me wrong I've done those for a long time and and they do work by all means they They do work work, yes but um just the efficacy of what you're pulling out of the product that that you you're starting with is uh considerably lower than some of the the more modern techniques right um now the one from specialty that picture there i have one of those as well and it's it's a literally it's a jewelry and Mm -hmm. auto parts cleaner okay and um what, Some what, of them, what are these things run? A hundred bucks, two hundred bucks? Oh no, 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 no! I got a three liter one. The one his is a two liter, and okay. I'm not sure what he paid for it, but I bought a three liter, and it was like seventy. What? Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, nice. All and right. and they come in different. Uh, you know, you got to pay attention to to the power of them. You know, okay. when you're looking as far as uh how many watts you know they they put out stuff right. like that how many of the generators are on the bottom of the tub. You know, some of them only have one. Some of them have two or three or five, you know, Mm -hmm. makes a big difference. Um, All right. I like it. Of course you, you, you want the higher resonance and you want the multiple generators. Okay. Um, Matter of fact, I think I might've sent you a video of that particular. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Hold on. let Let me pull this video up. I did. I got it. Here we go. All right. This is a video of now I'm assuming. So this has got some pulverized, some powdered fruit. Yes. Is it in water or is it in alcohol? Um, I'm not real sure as far as that video goes, because we we've been playing around and uh, we we, I'm not sure what specialty did in that video. I just wanted to use it as a 
All right, let's watch it. Okay. I I, uh, I had to pull the volume down. It was a little bit loud. So sure. pardon me if if it's still a little bit loud. We'll see. Here we go. All right, that is. Looks like something's happening in there oh, for yeah. sure. Um, Big time. Yeah. I know those things work like incredibly well for cleaning jewelry, or I know they get used for cleaning like carburetor parts and things yep. like that. So I, I, I know the concept is really sound. So I, I'm assuming in for what we're doing, it's literally shaking the molecules to the point where it starts breaking up the cells and, yes. and, and it liberates more of the, the good stuff. I know uh, Cayman Chemical, because they saw an uptick in their um, psilocybin and psilocin standard sales, they put out a video um, from one of their lead chemists. And she, in the video, she actually talked about using sonification as a means to, you know, towards more accurate potency testing. So uh, if it works for the fancy schmancy PhD chemists, it's <laughs> probably a good idea for, for those of us that are trying to not leave any, you know, stuff on the table. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, cool. And you were All asking right. about uh, water or alcohol. Mm -hmm. um, those of us that are playing around with this are, I'm understanding a tendency that they're doing two washes. Like one is an alcohol wash, okay. one is a water wash to bring the solubles out of whatever the other one couldn't. And then right. they'll combine those and do like a, like a, a warm water bath to okay. evaporate some, yeah. you know, that well, kind of the, stuff. The boiling points, uh, different enough that as long as you can control the temperature, yeah, you could, you could do the alcohol extraction, then add the water, then, uh, boil off the, or, you know, or maybe you would reduce the alcohol first. There's a lot of ways you could play it, but sure. yeah, at the end of the day, you could, Especially if you keep track of what you got in there, there would be a way that you could first boil off all the alcohol. Then you could even reduce down um, the to water whatever itself, degree yeah. the water is until you had like a tincture that then you were at, you know, you could have just droppers and you could figure all that stuff out. So I'm imagining that's what you guys are going for. Yes. Um, also, that also aids in with dosing. Like if we yes. know we started with a particular amount of grams of fruit yeah. And this is what our, our, uh, what we've rendered, you know, we, we know how, how many milliliters per gram yeah. Yeah. kind of thing going on, but it's, uh, it's a little tricky though, because damn dude, that doing it that way, it's more potent. It is way more potent. Well, like you've just liberated it. It's just the way it's working pharmacologically in your body is different, right? It's not. Yes. It's not contained in the fruit that's now going through your GI tract being broken exactly. down that way. It is fully liberated. Yep. Yeah, the, so the, I'm sure the come up is different. The the duration uh, on all levels, you know, it's yes. like when you take a Tylenol that's got a gel coating versus just the raw powdered Tylenol, it, it works differently. Yeah, absolutely. It seems to be that uh, like gummies made with this mm -hmm. are uh, the come up is much faster. Yeah. Like you're feeling it in 10 minutes kind of yeah. stuff rather than and 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the, uh, the trip seems per gram wise shorter, much stronger. 
Oh, stronger. Um, but oh. also shorter. Yeah. The trip shorter. That was my understanding. Yeah. Shorter, shorter trip. Just because it yeah. all gets out there quicker. It's not when it's in the fruit on one level, it's, you know, the fruit is its own little time release capsule. Sure. So it's, it's moving through your GI tract. It's still being pulled out in a small bowel and, and all that stuff. But yeah, so this is, uh, you know, it's cool. Now, when I had George Selhorn on, he was saying it's so fascinating how it seems to be working out that cannabis products seem to just love gummies, whereas psilocybin seems to really be, you know, people seem to be loving these chocolate bars. And he's like, it's so funny because psilocybin is a polar molecule. It's uh, water soluble. So he's like, it would make more sense that you would be making more gummy products with psilocybin, whereas cannabis is lipid soluble. So it would make more sense of being the chocolate. With that said, I've had plenty of chocolate bars. They work great for for mushrooms for sure. Um, but I love it seeing uh, seeing people develop gummy products. I, I, I think it's great. I have not actually tried any psilocybin gummy products yet. So give me one moment. Okay. Um, I have from someone in our own server has sent me oh, 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 oh. some gummies. Nice. Nice. That they nice. made. This is their their company brand. The Unknown Apothecary. I like it. That is catchy. It is, right? I, I thought like the it. branding was pretty nice. Yes. That is um, nice. They were so gracious as to send me, I, I don't know if this was their first batch or what, but they uh -huh. needed testers and I volunteered and I said, hell yeah. Hey man, you, know? you got to get me on those testing lists. <laughs> I, you know, Geeky accepts all forms of uh, testing products. Yes. Right. Cool, man. Well, you'll have to let me know, uh, you know, what you think of those. Now, is that, uh, is that specialty stuff or is that somebody no. else? No, this is, this is okay. someone else in the server. Right, um, cool. I, I tried to ask them if they wanted me to, you know, kind of help promote their stuff, right. but they didn't respond. So I don't necessarily want to put their, their screen name out there. I think if they want to be unknown apothecary, I, he didn't specifically tell me to okay. put his name yeah. out there. I'm going to leave it unknown. You, you'll, you'll get the, the branding, you know? Cool. Um, they, they have been tested. Um, my, my loving Sweet Pea has tried these, mm -hmm. and she had one hell of a time. Nice. Um, cool. These are supposed to be a, a third of a gram each gummy, mm -hmm. and she she trips pretty good trips, three and a half, four gram okay. trips normally. So I gave her six of them, which should have been two grams. Right. And uh, she she felt them. Oh, yeah. not only did she yeah. felt them, she felt that it was a bit overpowering. Wow. Like there was a moment where I kind of had to trip sit her and be like, it's going to be okay, baby. And she's like, these yeah. are much stronger than I'm used to. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. See, that's um, a different roller coaster ride. Yeah. The, the, the active ingredient is, is it's formulated different, right? It's the, the way it's moving into the bloodstream completely different. So I, that's very cool to see. I think that's going to be going forward a lot of, um, you know, an opportunity for our little underground community to to figure out is the different ways of both controlling dosage. Because what's great is if you do these big extractions and, and you have this reduced tincture, you can batch test that pretty simply. And sure. then, then now you know accurately for maybe un, well under $100, 
you know, this is the actual dosage on, on the stuff. That's, I think a lot of people would, would pay to not have to go, well, let's see how this one goes. Right. Like, I think people would like that. It'd be like going on a roller coaster where you get the the preview of the entire ride before before you go on it and you go, okay, yep, this is what I'm this is what I'm prepared to do right now and uh yeah, I think that'll be good. Cool man. Uh, let's... You had you had mentioned uh special tea. He also makes gummies in our server as well. Yeah, let me pull up. I think I have some photos of his. Yep, there we go. I would like to it's this for me. I have hesitated. This is like uh, just another rabbit hole. I'm afraid I'm going to go down too far. Um, so I think I'm cool just finding someone who, who who's making these. But yeah, this looks cool. I think this is a great. I mean, that's got to taste better than chewing down, you know, <clears throat> twelve grams wet or, or however many grams wet you're 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 gonna eat, right? The, these ones here are delicious. There's nothing gross at all tasting about these. That's it's great. like it's like a gummy. Like Yeah. Uh you know how sometimes you'll get the some of the more stronger can of gummies, the cannabis gummies, and you yep. can really taste the weed in it? It's not like that. At all. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. All right, let me see. Uh what else do we got here? All right, let me go back. All right, so now I'm I'm going back from uh the the that kind of DIY sonification setup with the ultrasonic to this looks a little more serious. This is from Wabi Sabi, um, Scientific oh, American yeah. FB120 Sonicator. This that looks like got the good stuff. This is yeah. like the legit deal right here. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, legitimate right. lab equipment for sure. All right, playing with some big boy it. toys. Yes, very cool. All right, what else we got? Yeah, he also. Uh, I'm not sure if he's making gummies or chocolates, what he's doing with that, but I do know that he also makes tincture. Oh, cool. And, uh, all right. Yeah. I got the next That, that guy's picture. pretty impressive, actually. He's, he's one oh, of the yeah, newer guys cool. to he, the server. Oh, and, he's, uh, he's been in my server a little while, although I think he oh, kind of really? roams, he kind of roams around. Yeah. Sure. Yep. All right. So now I got a picture here from him as well. Um, it looks like, yeah, tinctures of some sorts, really dark. Oh yeah, I think I could be wrong, but I think that's like the Pro progression. Progression of yeah. All right, cool. Because I think if you look at the one on the right, it looks like it's it, it still has fruit in it, you know. Okay. Um, and then it looks like maybe the the next one, it doesn't look like it has any fruit in it, so it's probably been sieved or something like that, and then the last one might have been through uh i don't know i haven't really talked to him a whole lot about it yet um i just know we we have a few of, of the guys that do tinctures i've been making tinctures for a long time uh nothing serious like these guys are i'm just now getting into it with that with that uh sonic generator jewelry cleaner parts cleaner thing cool, so man. that's really up in my game you know quite a bit uh yeah no, i'm also... curious about shelf life um, any, any anecdotal information on that? Like, have you made these and how long have you stored them and how long do they seem to be staying now, potent? Me, me personally, I haven't mm -hmm. had an opportunity to store what's been through the sonic generator yet. Okay. Um, the only way I've done it before was the cold alcohol wash and, uh, that 
lasted quite a while. Like, but I oh, kept cool. it in the freezer in dark bottles in the you freezer. Did. Okay. And then, you know, would would let it set out for a little bit before I wanted to use it, and then put it right back. That was, I think, it took well over a year to use up that tincture, and um, and it kept working. Yeah. Nice. It didn't seem okay, to have good. lost any of its potency. Very cool. All right, what else we got here? All right, so now I got from Wizard of Green. Um, now, when I first saw this, I'm like, are these somebody's fingers in a jar? What What the heck is this? But it says fermented honey. Oh, yeah. All right, so what? I mean, I think I have a, a hint about this, but what? what's up with the fermentation part of it? This scares me. I'm just thinking botulism right now. So what, what, what is, what's up with the fermented honey? You know, that's, that's, that's probably a question for Mr. Wizard of Green, you know? Um, I know he explained it a little bit to me. Uh, I haven't gotten into it real in depth. I just kind of wanted to showcase some of the different things that different people are doing in the server. Um, But he said something about how he had heard about, basically the same technique with garlic. Okay. And that it was supposed to have, you know, a lot of, um, what do you call it? The, the gut bacteria oh, like benefits? Good, good bacteria. Yeah. Beneficial yeah. bacteria. Cool. Right. And so he's following the same process, but with, uh, with cubes. Okay. And so hopefully. All right. Um, this is all for wizard of green to test. Cause I'm, I, I, I would need some some proof on this one. I do know that the one of the main concerns when you you know make hun- like blue honey they call it right right is that it's the your fruit has got to be very dry because if on any level you fail to fully dry your fruit and you put it in some honey it can it can literally breed botulism. So I I hope he proceeds with caution. Eats you know if he's testing this out very small amounts, but I, I don't know anything about this. So he might be onto something. Um, hey, he could be, he could be tripping and using Botox at the same right. time. Who knows? <laughs> exactly. Just rub, maybe just rubbing a little fermented honey on his face. Right. Get, on the forehead. Facelift. Yes. Who knows? <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, that's funny. All right. So then we got, um, all right. So this is one of my old school homies here. Uh, Rogelio, um, oh yeah, he makes some just absolutely artisanal chocolate. So here's I have not seen these. I've I've seen a bunch, but yeah, these look great. So he's knocking these out of the park. Always that guy. I've heard they're delicious too. I haven't actually tried any yet. Same. But I, I, know. I know a couple people who have, and they said his chocolate's pretty damn good. Uh, awesome. But we all know how beautiful they are, right? Oh, like, yeah, I could. He sent me a hundred pictures. Oh no, that's. That's a lie. He didn't send me a hundred, but he sent me and I've between what he sent me and what I've seen in the server and what I've seen in your server and all that stuff of his chocolates. Yeah. They're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. Shout out to him. He's great. He's awesome. Um, he, he, he's, he's one of the real ones for sure. All right. So you, you sent me, um, uh, where is it here? Great sense of humor too. Oh yeah. He's super hilarious. He's, he's, he's one of my favorite mods. His um, meme game is on point for sure. Well, I don't let him mess with that too much in my server, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so let's go into a section, um, hybrids and crosses. You had a bunch of stuff uh, just from people in the server. You kind of wanted to shout out and show off a little bit, so I'm going to pull that up right now. Sure. 
All right. So we, let me make sure I'm in the right spot here. I am. All right. All right. So this first one here, uh, stinky foots, Stefan Marbury F3. Definitely looking like these probably work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. He's, he's like a, he's a low key, like heavy hitter, man. He, he, yeah, he he's is. got some cool stuff for sure. Yeah. These are great. Yeah. That's a, that's a hybrid. Um, I didn't okay. really get a chance to get a response from him of, of what the hybrid is, uh-huh. but uh, he did. When I asked him if it was a cross or an ISO, he made sure to correct me that, that it's a hybrid. Okay. So uh, that indicates to me that it's a cube and something else. Something I'm assuming. Else, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Whether All it right. be a, a t- who knows what it is. Well, <laughs> I'll have if to, I could I'll ever to... if I could ever get him to come on the show and tell us, then then he can just tell us. But yeah, in in the meantime, uh, he's cool. If you guys are in any servers and 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 you see Stinky Foot, definitely say hi to that guy. Absolutely. All right, next one from Gerbils. It looks like we got a cross, uh, Leucistic B plus cross with Sun Coast. Oh, right. Does he go by? Um, yeah, I know. Sarek is so. Is this his new name, Gerbils? No. Oh, no, okay, those different. are those are oh. two separate people. Okay. Um, and from, oh, from my understanding, I could be getting this wrong, but from my understanding, they're partnered, and I, I see. like okay. in in business together kind of stuff. Cool. And uh, they're creating some new genetics, right? Like that. Nice. The Sun Coast, from my understanding, is is a wild cube. Um, okay. That they, I don't know, uh, what they did as far as trying to find out its origins or what mm-hmm. it, exactly that one is, but he, he uh, did verify it was a, a wild cube and that they had been working it considerably for over the last year, you know, just pheno hunt and things like that. And, uh, and then of course they've made, uh, not they specifically Sarek made that, that cross and uh, awesome. And he asked me to, you know, I was, I was asking him about, okay, well, you know, tell me, what I can show off for you, you know, to showcase mm-hmm. you and yeah. being in w- one of the members of our server. And he said, even though Sarek's not in the server, if I would be so kind as to make sure to put his name there because nice. uh, that's his work specifically. Awesome. And uh, it, so they've got Suncoast Genetics and I tried to throw their little logo in there that way. Very um, cool. Yeah. If you guys recognize it somewhere, you know where it's coming from. Cool. All right. And then now <clears throat> we got... Um... This looks like it is from Kyle Hamburger. Uh, cool name. If that's really your last name, Kyle, awesome. If not, <laughs> hilarious. Um, and this is White Billy 600, which um, this cultigen uh, apparently says here was the Denver Psychedelic Cup winner. I don't know of what category, but awesome. So, um, and, and then that's through Full Canopy Genetics, who definitely showed up for the cup from from looking through the spreadsheet. Um, yeah, these look like absolute bag fillers right here. That is nothing, and, nothing but fruit in that bag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that guy is very impressive with his, with his harvest. Um, anytime I've ever seen him share anything, awesome. it's always like packed to the gills. That's cool. Um, and from my understanding through the talk I had with him that that, that particular cultigen is his. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right, so he is he is part of full canopy. I know there's a few of them. I know they're from like a, from my understanding. Yes, 
Of Very course, cool. I could always be wrong. You know, I'm. All right, they get. You know, that's the, what the comment yeah. section is for. If we get it exactly. wrong, just let us know. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Please let me know. <laughs> all right, and then now I got from Fatal, also a mutual friend. Um, all right, but some of these guys, man, they change their little their little Discord names all the time, so they they throw oh, yeah. me off every once in a while. So I'm like, at least Fatal kept Fatal in there now, but now it's Frontline Fatal. Okay. Anyway, now, uh, low sport title wave. Gamer tag. I think that's his oh, gamer that's tag. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. And we call him Shoebox King. Shoebox King. All right. Yeah, that dude but is man, awesome with shoeboxes. These low sport title waves look gorgeous. These now, are some really attractive fruit. Now, that's his isolation. He okay. That's what he was phenol hunting for. And right. uh, that's, his, that's his product. Nice. Now, I just want to say, I, I think we're rounding the bend on those. I just want to say, you know, from a year ago when I started this podcast, even um, definitely from two years, a little over two years ago when I started doing this, um, you know, the amount of people who are doing crosses, who are, um, it, yeah. you know, this is what I'm all about. I, from day one, I was like, I want more people doing this. There's a lot of work to be done. I am so happy to see Every day, somebody else doing crosses. Oh, where'd you learn how to do that? Oh, I watch Ed Grant's channel. Oh, where'd you learn how to do that? Been hanging out in your Discord. Where'd you learn? That's what I'm like, yes, that's what I love. Because this is not terribly complicated. You just got to put a little more work, buy a couple things, sure. and do the work, and and then get it out there and start sharing your your F, F1, F2, F3 swabs, and just, you know, it's like fishing, man. You got to cast that line. No. Got to cast I... that line, see what you get. What I really like about it is this, just like pretty much any other aspect of, of, uh, you know, mushroom cultivation, there's a broke boy version, you know, yes. there's a broke boy version of everything. Yes. And, and the more we learn about those, the more accessible everything becomes to people wanting to experiment with things, you know, yeah. and I, I absolutely love that. Um, yeah. So I think one of the primary things that keep people from growing their own cubes is it's too hard. They, they go, or it's too much money and they go, wait, geeky, you're, you know, I am not going to buy that flow hood you got behind you. I'm not buying a microscope. I'm not buying, you know, $4,000 worth of crap to put on shelves. Yeah. And I say, it's okay. You don't have to yet. If you get, if you get addicted, you will eventually, but for now yeah. you don't have to. You can, there are things where I don't care how broke boy you are at your core. Eventually, if you keep doing this, you're going to want to spend a couple dollars on some things. Sure. But man, the amount of times I'll, I'll use your broke boy fan tech as an example. Um, the amount of times I recommend people, they're like, all right, I tried a still layer box. I don't like it. It's too hard. And of course, any shroomery person's going to go, well, that's how you got to learn. And like, well, no, everyone learns different, man. It, that is not how everyone has to learn. You just don't. You can buy a box fan and a couple Merv, a Merv 13 and a Merv 7 or 8 filter. You can slap them on either side. You can grab some duct tape and you got yourself. You're running. A pretty effective yeah. flow hood. It is you know, not, it's not perfect, but man, I have, and I've never done one. I, I, I went from sterile air box to positive pressure bag to, to flow to uh, FFU. 
But the amount of people that tell me, oh, yeah, I mean, sure, occasionally I get contamination, but boy, oh, boy, it's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. So, so there have been, I'm not even going to pretend like I know how many, but upwards of a couple hundred people between the discords, Instagram, Reddit, the places I've been sharing this knowledge mm-hmm. um, that are using these, they're currently oh, yeah. using these. And, and with some pretty damn good results, you know, like I, like I've said before, I, the first time I ever did this, I thought it was going to, it wasn't going to be anywhere near as effective as it is. Right. I was shocked, you know, so that's why I really push it out there for people who are, you know, in a situation where broke boys, probably one of their only options, you know, um, of course, everybody would prefer a, a flow hood or or an FFU or, you know, any of these really nice toys. And I'm, I'm no stranger. I have one myself. Right. So, uh, but I still use, I still use that broke boy yeah. filter. I, I still use it, you know, um, different Man, I aspects. Tell you what, let me tell you this too. Um, the people who do it, who go, you know what? You're right. That's pretty cheap. I'm gonna give that a try. Uh, I would say maybe a third of those people, very quickly message me and go, oh yeah, this was great. It was great. But I bought a flow hood and I'd be like, well, if it's so great, why do you buy a flow hood? And they said, well, because then I got a taste of the good life. Yeah, like for sure. It made me realize how valuable having clean air uh, was to this work. Absolutely. So I just finally, you know, that was, that was the taste of that, that I needed to justify in my head to, to buy a flow hood. And then other people go, yeah, I could buy a flow hood, but this is working out just fine for me. Yeah. And they, they sit on that and they're, I've even good. seen them do like doubles to yep. make it bigger. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen people put the cardboard around the side. So they get oh, yeah. themselves a little, like little, little, I don't know, scoop or whatever you want to call like it. Like a hood. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, I think one of our guys slink does that. I don't know if he it's cardboard. That. I think it might be, uh, like plexiglass or no, I think his plastic. is, uh, you know, like at, at at the Dollar Tree or places like that, they'll have the big sheet of like foam board. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I think it's like that. Yep. You know, like now, something you do a, a school project kind of thing yep, on. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell uh, you what I like a, better about the Broke Boy versus I also had incredible success with the Positive Pressure Bag, forty dollar, uh, you know, desktop HEPA filter a garment bag from the dry cleaners. It worked great. The problem is it took up a lot of space and in an ideal world, you wouldn't have to dismantle it, right? You will want to keep it just set where it's at. So for some people, they need to bring it out onto the kitchen table, do their agar work and then put it away again. That right. the, the Brook boy fan is perfect for that. Super, Bro- super easy. Put it in a trash bag and stick it in the closet, man. Exactly. It keeps all the dust and, you know, dog hair and pollen and yep, yeah, in our dander and all that shit. It keeps it all off of it until you use it again. It's so so easy to store and and exactly. keep clean. Man, um, speaking of that, think it, speaking of a broke boy tech man, that that kid um, from Connecticut who just got busted. Um, I was looking through some of the photos from from that bust, and he had fashioned a little, um, a thin little board that was just barely smaller than his FFU and he had set that on there and it looked like they got this kid right, right when he was like processing some bags 
And I thought, oh, that's so smart, because unfortunately, I do occasionally process uh, some bags in front of my flow hood, and every once in a while, I get a couple pieces of sub stuck in my filter grill, and I have to, like, really meticulously, like, I'm playing Pick the game operation again, yeah. like, let it fall out again. And uh, so I was like, oh, dude, that's so smart. So shout out to that guy. Um, I hope things go well for him. I, I'm not thinking he's going to get too much time, but... Um, yeah, anyway, we're so praying side, out, right? Side, side story, but yeah, I thought sometimes it's really simple little things that 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 are smart. That man, I don't know how many times I've had to pick dirt out of that grill, and I'm like, all I needed to do was just get a little uh, cardboard. So, might have to get <laughs> those going here, pretty soon, right? But yeah, so so that fan works great. You know, um, I occasionally hear people hating on it, but but. People you hate know, on all I, sorts of stuff, man. They they maybe they tried it and it didn't work. Cool, man. Um, yeah, I hear you. And 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 then there's also others out there with ulterior motives as well. You know, sure. trying to push yeah. their own version of whatever, and they, they right. think it's the latest and greatest. It. I don't have an issue with somebody saying that they don't like it. The BBFFU. Yeah, if they've tried I, I it. Get that. And right, if sure. they tried it, if, if you tried haven't it. tried it, just, just, you can just say, that's not for me. I'm not interested in trying that, but man, if you haven't tried it, like that's like my kid, right? My kids, I don't like that. Oh, you don't like that? Yeah. You're four. You haven't tried that. Exactly. <laughs> tell me you don't like it. You ain't tried it. Right. So, yeah, or or the ones people that need will to quiet down. Yeah. Or the ones that will tell you all the reasons that this just doesn't work. It can't right. work. There's no right. way this can work. And then it's yeah. like, okay, but what about all these couple hundred people over here, including myself, who've all used these with excellent success? How, right. how do you how do you manage to they do though you know do the mental gymnastics of saying, oh, that's garbage, and there's yeah. no way that could work when yeah. it's in use currently with so many yeah. people? It's yeah. just like why. Why are you hating on this? It's childish behavior is what it is. Cause it's just like, again, I'm gonna go back to the kids. Um, my oldest daughter didn't eat pizza for the longest time. It's gross. Oh yeah. It's like the most popular food in America. It's one of the most popular (laughs) foods in on the planet. Everyone who eats it says it's amazing, but we're all wrong and you're right. You've properly assessed it as gross. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Sure. Yeah. Right. It's childish behavior. Uh, like, well, and, look, man, if it works, why do you even care? Some of these people spend so much time arguing with, with you. And it's like, what do you even care? Yeah. Well, and then there's also those with, you know, ulterior motives that. Yes. Yes. That, it could uh, be the whole, well, don't do that. Cause I have a flow hood. I want to sell you and stuff. Exactly. Like yeah, sure. Or I have a design that I'd prefer that you use. Yes, and, Sure. And, uh, I've seen that a few times, you know, yeah. and I've even gone so far as to on those videos on YouTube when I see them to compliment their design and be mm-hmm. like, um, this looks like this could be helpful to a lot of people. Yeah. You know, it looks like it, it provides some, some fairly steady clean air and that's really what we need more than anything, you know? Right. Yep. Uh, so it's interesting to me when those same people that I'm complimenting, uh, you know, come back and want to, want to talk a whole lot of mess about the BBF if you, right. and, uh, Hey, people get, you know, it, I mean, think about how many times you've, uh, maybe not everybody's been in this situation, but think about how many managers you've had 
that like come up with a little idea. They want to execute their idea and they get so wrapped up in their idea. And then somebody like says, Hey, but what about this? And the thing they bring up is the thing that like just completely ruins their idea. Oh, they can't let go of it. They just can't go. Oh, well crap. I didn't think about that. You're right. We're going to, we're going to completely abandon that. They can't let go of it. Well, and, and, uh, what I find interesting about these, these other people with their, very ingenuitive designs. Don't get me wrong. I, yeah. I I praise these guys. You know, as long as as long as it's providing steady, clean air, that's awesome. And and the 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 cheaper and the easier it is to put together, even better. You know. Right. Um. But I I have this thing where people are using terms that just don't apply. You know, like sure. laminar flow hood, and it's like right. That's not laminar flow, and that's doesn't have a hood you know <laughs> right why are you calling it this why don't you call it like hepa box filter i don't something something that's actually true you know but um and then to hear them talk about how well it's laminar flow and i could prove it with a lighter and a particle reader it's like dude that does and not... it doesn't i mean it, it really doesn't even matter at the end of the day but yeah those it words doesn't. definitely get thrown around um i tell everybody you you can achieve clean work without true laminar flow my sure. ffu is not true laminar flow i neither can, is mine i can put an anometer in different spots on that grill and it gets a different air velocity to, you know it's much lower in the middle it's much higher on the sides um well, but it doesn't and, keep me from doing clean work and it also may also have a slight albeit slight variance in the in the the air the you know the cfm so like my my i have a i have a vertical ffu hood and it does not provide laminar flow as a matter of fact i don't know any of the ffus that actually provide laminar flow and including the more expensive ones they can't because they don't have the corrugated aluminum channeling on them Exactly. So there's no, and again, well, they, they were that. supposed to go, they're supposed to go in, in the ceilings of clean rooms. Sure. They're just air scrubbers that we're sure. using as flow hoods. Right. 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 Well, not. it goes beyond more than just the corrugation, you know, it also has to do with the depth of the filter and the, the yes. size of the baffle, you know, the, the air space of the cabinet and the baffles, all that stuff. It all has to be like on point in order to achieve laminar flow actual yes. laminar flow and uh so it's just interesting to me how those words get thrown around a lot yeah. you know <laughs> but like you said ulterior, ulterior motives right like some yeah. people if if i get on the show and i say hey for a lot of people who are just starting out who don't want to use a still air box you can spend 40 bucks and build a broke boy fantech they don't want me saying that but yeah unfortunately I'm I'm here to spread information, pluses and minuses to all sorts of stuff, but you got a pretty low entry point to FAFO on that one, right? Absolutely. You're not, you're not going to cry too hard if if you go, okay, this helped, but this is not what I want. You're out forty bucks, right? Like, what do we? I mean, people spend that in Starbucks in three days, so it's like yeah. not not. I don't feel yeah. bad recommending it, especially considering I don't know anybody that said they didn't like it that that tried it. They'll go that wow, actually this used it pretty good. Yeah, I'm yeah exactly. Pretty impressed. Uh, so so that's cool. Um, 
So yeah, that's uh, because we can't have Whitebeard on and not not say something about Broke Boy Fan Tech. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Got got to do that, guys. I if, appreciate if, that. If you're if you're using a still airbox, if you're contemplating buying uh, a flow hood, and you're in the predicament where you're like, ugh, I'm gotta spend more money than I want to at this point in the hobby. You don't have to. You can literally just try this fan out. It, it works pretty great. Without Absolutely. making it too complicated, buy a two foot by two foot box fan. If you're lucky, you can get one for ten bucks somewhere, maybe twenty bucks. Go on Amazon, buy a, a twenty four by twenty four Merv thirteen filter. That one goes on the outflow side. That's the side that blows the air at you. That's the denser, finer, you know, filtering particulate material. The back, you put a Merv seven or eight. Um, I have heard people not put anything on the back. I don't think that's sure. a good call. I, I, think, I don't think it is either. I think you are controlling the flow in a more accurate way by putting that pre-filter on the back. You're also well, making your, your MRF 13 is going to just last longer too by doing that pre-filter on the back. You're, well, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Your your main filter uh, will last considerably longer. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what also happens there is that rear filter does a number of things um obviously pre-filter right so it keeps yeah. the fan and the inside of the fan cage and all of that pretty clean yeah and um it also helps diffuse the air so right. that as yes. it's coming through and going through the filters and all that it becomes considerably less um turbulent turbulent yeah yep uh and, and another thing that that was kind of neat that i never thought of when i was building this stuff was it creates back pressure, which actually yep. gives you more output out of the main filter. Yep. I would have yes. never thought that that it would have worked that way, mainly because, you know, I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm just swapping parts around, finding sure. out what's the best combo yeah. stuff. But uh, yeah, so I would definitely recommend if you're going to if you're going to do a box filter type of filtration, I mean, a box fan type of filtration, definitely do the real filter filters yeah, yeah for sure it, yeah. it helps just too many things yep i think in general um what i tell everybody is i spend more time assessing where they're at in their cultivation career hobby you know journey whatever you want to call it i spend more time asking about their home environment how much space do you have to dedicate to this how much money do you have to dedicate to this how how much do you truly enjoy cultivating are you obsessed can you not stop watching the Michael Geeky podcast? If the answer is yes, <laughs> then sure, buy a flow hood. Absolutely, you should. Hell, go on government auctions and buy yourself a five thousand dollar flow hood for one hundred and eighty bucks if you're lucky. Right. But but if you're doing most of this work in your kitchen or in a dining room table, and you're not doing this all the time, you're you know you like it, but it's just one little aspect of your full complete life then you probably don't need that and you need other options. So there are so many options. There's broke there's away time. that there's still air boxes. There's Gordo tech. There's uh lab rats, little, you know, their little tiny flow boxes. They got, there's a guy on Etsy that sells these ridiculously tiny, almost obnoxiously tiny FFUs that are, like, I think they run on like a computer fan, but 
but I think well, they work if you're willing to work in this really small space. Labyrinth has one like so that. So many options. <laughs> Labyrinth has one that's that's like this big. Yeah. Yep. And it uses two computer or one or two computer fans in the back. Yep. Yeah. Um lots of I options. thought I personally thought that looked a little janky. Yeah. Maybe, but, I mean, it just maybe just for the price, for the price yeah, point. Yeah, they're just, but, man, they just, everybody, like, they were the only people in this space making flow hoods sure. for, for the longest time, so there was a period of time where they just had to have more options, and yeah. yeah. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd really like to finish my statement on that one, because I don't yeah. want to leave it off on that. Sure. Um, I know someone who owns one, mm-hmm. and um, surprised me. It surprised me. It, it's, it's little. Mm-hmm. It's little. Like, yep. I don't know how you're going to do anything other than work a couple of plates and maybe like right. do a but transfer or two in yeah. front of it. But, um, that's what some people very functional. Can do. Yes. For Man, what it is, it's very functional. If you guys are on Instagram, you can go over to Mushman9000's page and you might find yourself a couple photos. He custom built a flow hood. I guess he found himself a real narrow, like, really long rectangular HEPA filter. And so he's, he made this, it's like a HEPA bar and he works tight and he does all those little transfers in front of it. And, uh, cool. Hey, you know, you just don't know until you try it. So anyway, all right. Broke boy fan tech works great. Good option for a lot of people. Low cost. All right, where are we at here? Very easy to put together and almost no parts as well. Anybody can do it, right? Unlike anybody. Some, Dude, the amount of people that are like, I watched the video. I'm going to build a, a, a laminar flow hood. I'm going <laughs> to build the plenum. I'm going to, and I'm like, man, I used to work in case goods. Um, you know, building a wooden box is not as easy as you might think it is. Uh, if you have not done it before, you might, you know, run into a couple hiccups. I've had a lot of people, they run out, they immediately buy their Dayton blower. They immediately buy their four to $600 HEPA filter. And by the time they're done, there is no way you can convince me they saved any money over buying one of those. Well, not only that. Takes up more space. (laughs) I was going to say the space, the space alone and how heavy it is and cumbersome to move. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if I have to, I can move that by myself. I'd rather move it with two people. But, uh, you know, a three-quarter inch ply plenum box for a two-by-four, there's no possible way I'm moving that by myself. Now, well, see, I my first one I built like mm-hmm. that, almost exactly what you yeah. just mentioned, except for I used MDF, yeah. and uh, it was, geez, it was heavy. heavy. Well, MDF, uh, yeah. well, not only heavy, but just because of its size, yeah. it's so hard to yeah do so anything with it. It's just yeah, yeah. it's it's like a, a a dryer, right? Like if if that whatever a dryer weighs. You know, I can I can lift that just with free weights, but but it's so bulky and big, you know, nobody's moving a dryer by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm definitely not. Man, definitely speaking not. of memes, man, I saw some little video the other day of uh th- this this guy was like trying to steal somebody's refrigerator and he managed to get the whole refrigerator on his shoulder. And then as he's walking away, right, the joke is like, look at this guy. You know, meth can make you do so many amazing things. And then this guy gets on his bike and rides his bike away holding it. And I'm like, okay. I saw that. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, that that was impressive. Uh, All right, so where are we at? uh, we, we, We did the hybrids and crosses. We talked about some isolations. Um, we talked about broke boy. 
We did the sonic generators. I'm just looking over show notes here, guys. Um, hey, I did want to tell you in the audience, I apologize if you see me looking around a lot and all that. I, I got a couple sick doggos at home, oh, and okay. uh, I'm just trying to keep an eye out for them because they've been kind of having it come out of both ends, and it's been fun. Yeah, yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, I do that at work. Yeah, it's nothing yeah. but good times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You haven't lived until you've cleaned it up from a grown adult. Yes, that's oh. what it's all about. All right, so uh, let's do this. You you mentioned wanting to talk a little bit. We kind of touched on dosing a bit with the extractions and all that. Um, but you said, hey, maybe I wouldn't mind telling this little story about uh, a Jack Frost trip. Um, oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Right, so, so yeah, let's talk about that. Well, um, okay. So normally the pins and aborts that I have, um, I, I, I don't take them myself. Um, okay. normally they're ground up into everything else. That's for microdosis, the pills, you know, the capsules and such like that. Right. And I've been doing that for a long time like that. You'll make use of them so that they're, they're not, um, waste yeah, and sure. uh, I had heard people say before that the pins and aborts are a little more potent, you know, and I did not give heed to that at all, okay. like at all. And uh, me and two of my buddies uh, were gonna we're gonna trip, you know. We had we knew there was a a big lightning thunderstorm coming, and we wanted to, as dumb as it sounds, as old as we are, we wanted to be outside during the tripping during the the storm okay. yeah you know like that probably dumb right like we're lightning rods or some shit like that Who knows? but um we've That's noticed a before... great last trip right there if you, <laughs> if you die tripping balls by a lightning strike i mean there are way worse ways to go right right but we we live on a tropical island and and uh we get some really nice lightning storms sometimes and mm -hmm. and we've noticed before that you know, you, if you're stuck out in it for some reason, getting from your car to your house or you're walking the dogs, or whatever, you can feel like all the hairs oh, stand yeah. up on end. And it's, there's a there's like an energy field in the air, like charged yeah. ions that yeah you can feel it. And we wanted yep. to know what that felt like while we were tripping. So dude, um, you got brought, me on that now. That Yes, dude, that it was cool. amazing. I, I can't even describe how awesome we, we all ended out outdoors in the storm for hours in nothing nice. but our shorts. Wow. Took our shirts off the whole night running around. We were acting like kids, dude, in the rain. It was awesome. Anyway, wow, those um, Jamaica retreats don't have anything on you, white beard. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about right there. Right, right. Dude, you got a whole new business model right here. <laughs> but uh yeah, so I brought over, you know, I was in a rush, really, is what it was. And I just grabbed I started grabbing handfuls and you know, weighing it out so that I, right. I made sure that there was enough for all of us to have um, a good trip. You know, we were going to mm -hmm. do four and a half grams each. Okay. Uh, which yeah. is, that's that's already a pretty damn good dosage for designer genetics like Jack Frost. You yeah. know, that's yeah. that's not four and a half grams of Ape, golden but, teacher. Yeah. 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 Also um, not golden teacher. Yeah. The what? I said, well, it's not four and a half grams of ape, but it's also not four and a half grams of golden teacher. Yeah, it's. Right. It's nice. Um, So, you know, I did that. Anyway, uh, so these were all aborts and pins. No, 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 no. Okay. It was just handfuls of whatever I had dried. Okay. And 
Um, so I went over there to the house and we're breaking it out and everything. And, you know, me trying to impress my friends a little bit, I made sure they got all the pretty fruits and, Mm -hmm. you know, the glorious caps and the blue vein stems and all that, which left me what I thought was going to be the the garbage, you know? Oh, you got the (laughs) pins and boards. Yeah. Little did you know. Oh my goodness, man. I, I, uh, I don't know that I've ever had a trip that strong. Honestly, I've done eight to 10 grams before of, of some of the, the more basic bitch cubes, like, uh, you know, the land race. Yeah. The stuff we were talking about already, the basic, the the, yeah, Yeah. basic ass cubes and, uh, you know, eight, eight to 10 grams. That's, that's even a pretty good trip for, for that, you know, but, uh, this four and a half grams, I'd never experienced anything like that. Um, for one, (laughs) Almost the entire trip was peak. It wasn't like wow. two to three hours of peak and then three to four hours of, of some come down, you know, the, right. the, the remnants, you know, no, no, this was seven hours of just, uh, uh, and, and don't get me wrong, dude. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. Right. Like I'm not complaining. I'm not saying this was a bad trip, but I was completely unprepared for that. You know, like. Yeah. Oh my goodness. To the point where, you know, uh, my buddies are tripping with me, right? We're having a great time, but at about three hours or so, they're, they're starting to come down and I'm not like at all. And (laughs) here comes hour four and hour five and I'm still, I'm still going. And I mean, I'm super energized. I'm walking around outside, just pumped up. Like you'd have thought it was methamphetamines or something, how much energy it gave me. Oh, And, uh, I mean, if that could have been tested, I bet you would be shocked at how much psilocybin you ingested. Yeah, I don't know, man. All I know was that, you know, it was it was hour five, hour six, even in the hour seven, I was still going to the point where I'm on the phone with Sweet Pea talking about, baby, I'm flying through the atmosphere on jets right now and I'm circling moons and shit like that. Oh, my God. It was was awesome, right? But but. As awesome as it was, after about the fourth hour, I mean, my body was done. You just, yeah. I just wanted it to stop. Not because it was bad. It wasn't bad. Right. It was you just, just running out of your own steam. Maybe yes. room steam, but you didn't have your own steam. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so I'm, <laughs> hour seven, I'm laying in the bed and I'm still, I can still feel like my heart rate's elevated. My breathing's heavy. I'm got my eyes closed i'm somewhere else man and and all i could think to myself is just just stop just stop please stop right. <laughs> yeah this is awesome but stop please I stop <laughs> think about so, how many people are throwing i'm not gonna lie man if i'm in a hurry and i'm processing you know maybe i didn't think it through and i'm i got more tubs ready to harvest than than i want and i get lazy and i mean i'm not you know i don't sell anything to anybody so some of those pins and aborts, they just go in the garbage. And, and man, the story's got me going, what you doing, geeky? You need a, like, exactly. a whole separate little, you need a whole separate jar that's just nothing but pins and aborts. And that's like the, that's that the top primo. shelf. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the top shelf liquor right there. Yes. I That's what it's become for me. Yeah. After that was, that was, uh, that was almost a year ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was amazing. 
it was just I I can't even just all I know is that next time I do that I'm gonna be much more prepared, right. much more prepared. Like I'm gonna have bottles of water ready, like multiple bottles of water. You're gonna do a two month training program ahead of time. Yeah, something. Yeah. You know, like make sure I eat before. <laughs> I don't know, man, but I prepare, prepare for something yeah. like that. For me, that was the first time I ever experienced man, that. I'm I, sure people never, out there have, but I never did that. I never did the like trip with just pins and aborts but i remember early on one of my first harvests i'm just like oh yeah look at these cute little things i'm not gonna dry these i'm just gonna eat these and i just started eating like three or four of them and i'm like okay i should probably stop you know it's probably a microdose right there or whatever and and i had like it was probably more like a museum dose so early on i knew all right these pins and aborts right by weight i think there's a lot of right i think i think maybe that the psilocybin content, while <clears throat> we definitely know that slow-growing fruits have higher psilocybin content, I think one thing we don't know as accurately is how rapidly do we have some psilocybin content, you know, in a really tiny fruit. And my hunch, based on hearing your story and my low experience, is that the pins and aborts probably per weight are are highly concentrated. Yeah, that would be my guess too. Like, I don't have testing equipment to try that out, you know, legitimately, but just from, just from anecdotal experience, I, yeah, that's my guess too. Yeah. Talking about, um, dosing, we're right. We're on the subject of dosing and back in the day and all that. Um, I remember this one time was my freshman year of high school. I don't know if, if, uh, your school was like this, but ours, ours was, if you missed enough days of school to where you would like fail. Um, they offered you something called Saturday school and oh, basically yeah. it was just, everybody was in the gym together. All, all of us that had too many absences right. and, uh, it was kind of like just a big ass detention, but we didn't have to be quiet. We didn't, none of that. We just right. got to like hang out in the gym. Yeah. And, uh, the, the night before me and a bunch of my buddies went out and, uh, because it had rained like two days before that. And we went out in the cow pasture and we were picking Liberty bells. Oh, okay. Like, like a whole grocery bag. Like, like I know y'all don't have H E B probably, but I guess Safeway or Albertsons. Yeah, 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 okay. Albertsons, so, yeah, 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 grocery bag, a full yep. full size grocery yep. bag. We but filled now you're one in, of those. You're in Texas, right? This story yes. you're telling us. Yeah, okay. You yes. you know you live in Atlanta plenty, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We for sure. A lot of people never even see you know Liberty caps. So yeah, yep. Lucky. So. You. We we filled a whole bag, right? And okay. we didn't know shit. We'd only this was my first trip ever. We we okay. never. All we knew was that they said you pick them and they turn purple and they're good. If they stay green, don't use them, right? right? So we went and picked that whole bag, and then uh, we didn't make tea or anything like that. What we did was we shoved, we poured out one of those big ass like gallon jugs of ocean spray, the cranberry <laughs> juice. Mm-hmm. And we poured some out and then we just shoved them in there, shoved them in there and capped them and let them sit overnight. And then the next day we took that jug with us in my backpack to the Saturday school. Oh, and yeah. between four of us, we drank that whole thing. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Hey, that's a great ad for Saturday school right there. <laughs> But um, Saturday school. Yeah, see, was... I never Go got ahead. Saturday school for missing class. 
I got because both my parents were teachers, but I got Saturday school for my behavior. I was like, I was uh, the all A student that lipped off all the time and, you know, got in trouble a lot. So I got a lot of detention, a lot of Saturday school. Not for not for that, but yeah, for, for more of my behavior. Yeah, but, but you know, we didn't that was, do that. Acid from time to time, sure. Yeah, that I happened. See, that's in one class. thing that never came around for us. Oh. I could never find LSD when I was a kid. Yeah, we had a couple. It was just never anywhere. I grew up in a place close to Chicago, so it was a hub. So we did. Uh, it was not hard to get pretty much any drug in, in my town. You could, right. You name it, you could get it. It was pretty close. It was just a little hop, skip, and a jump. So yeah, a lot yep. of stuff came through. But like I was saying, you know, um, that was that's a prime example of why um, dosing is important. Dosing. Yes. yes, understanding the doses, you know, and, and uh, also like we were talking about the extracts and stuff like that that we're doing, learning how to balance that out for dosing right. because, yeah. you know, you might you might end up with a little bit uh, <laughs> yeah, like that pins in a board strip. You might end up with a little more than you bargained for, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, so I've said to people before, I don't know if I said it on this show, but um, my assessment is that dosing is kind of like the holy grail consistent dosing you know that's that's what big pharma can definitely do that's like their bread and butter um but man if it, anybody that puts a little effort into figuring that out in, in their products in our community it, i can't imagine that's not going to be worthwhile people love to know what they're getting into you know they 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 they, they want it to work and they want to have a rough idea how it's going to work so all these extractions tinctures gummies chocolates this is all in an effort to try to dose out the stuff so it's it's good because not everybody even you know i got a friend who chitin and her don't get along she cannot it has to be out of the fruit it can't even can't even be powdered up in in a chocolate bar it's got to be yeah. blue juice she's got to get it out yeah i got a buddy like that yeah. very much so um, highly sensitive me i can eat like i've never had a bad reaction to any eating any forged mushrooms even the ones that are like you know 50 50 crap shoot that you're gonna not feel good on them doesn't i i can me and chitin are cool i guess so yeah you know i don't really have those issues either um <clears throat> i do get maybe the a little bit of the anxiety going on in my mm. gut to for a lack of better terms but as far as like um intestinal issues with the mushrooms whether it be uh making you want to vomit or give you diarrhea or make you go to whatever it is right. I, I don't have those issues at all and i uh but i do have friends that it does affect them that way and that's one of the main reasons that i'm personally getting into uh well i've always been into making tincture but getting into uh, making gummies and I probably won't go the way of chocolate bars, um, but gummies for sure. Yep. I think gummies are good. Chocolate. Now I'll tell you the <clears throat> positive thing about chocolate is it will store, right? You're it, it's, it's solidified. It, yeah. It's, it's in this matrix, right? So you're, you're keeping oxygen away from the, the, the powdered mushroom for sure. So it's, it's preserving it. Um, though my take is that most people are consuming these chocolate bars pretty rapidly so that you're not even enjoying the benefit of the shelf life on them, you know, uh, I mean, with how much chocolate people are making, dude, some of these people are making 
a half a million yeah. to a million dollars a year just you know out of their garage making chocolate bars so you you can <laughs> clearly nobody's sitting on their chocolate right like this it's <laughs> being consumed right and everybody likes chocolate everybody likes yeah. bears everybody likes sour patch kids let's do it guys let's you know gummy worms yes all that stuff let's let's see what we can do artisanal sure yes how fancy can we make it awesome i also it doesn't need to be fancy it can just be a hershey's bar it doesn't have to be complicated at all or it can be f- super fancy and fun however you want to do it at the end of the day we're all just trying to right get get people to experience this if if somebody says i don't like mushrooms right that shouldn't be a barrier to experiencing the benefits of psilocybin the psilocybin yeah. itself, yeah. So, oh, cool. You don't like Agreed, mushrooms? 100%. Okay, that's fine. You, you don't. You don't want to chew down, you know, <laughs> twenty grams fresh. Okay, fine. Yeah, that's a fair amount of mushrooms to chew down. I remember the first time I did it. I'm sitting here going, "Okay, it's, this is a lot of mushrooms to chew down fresh." And you know, the strange thing is, is that they, I don't have an aversion to the taste of the mushrooms, but they seem to be a little more offensive once they've been dried like the flavor oh, yeah 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 yeah. like oh, yeah. eating them fresh sure. is a lot it's a lot easier yeah. for me to choke them down yeah when we know? were but kids I... it was always in honey it all even if even when we bought them and they weren't in honey we would put them in some honey just to help get them down yeah now see i remember in my younger days the thing was tea making tea out of it yeah i never did that that wasn't even i don't think i even heard of that because we just the guy I usually got him from, he, the guy he got him from, I guess, just told him just, you know, get some honey and dip him in honey. And so, you know, they weren't coating honey. We'd just dip it in a little honey. Good to go. Make it a little more palatable. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Well, uh, I think we've covered most everything. I um, The only thing I got left here, um, I think I got one more group of photos. I think you just had some like cool grows. You're like, hey, I, w- I just want to show off some grows. So let's pull those up. Yeah. Let's get yeah. Those. There's some, there's some top notch cultivators in our oh, crew. Yeah. Um, All right. So I just pulled up Magic Man, uh, 347 gram crooked mystery. Yeah. It's really not looking too crooked. It's looking pretty fat <laughs> and yeah. pretty substantial. Yeah. Uh, so, it, so there's that one. And then, um, also, uh, most people probably aren't familiar, but we have somebody in our server called Slink and yeah, Slink yeah. grew, uh, one of my cuts of, uh, Gandalf the green and I, I, I pulled I some pretty big, one. no, no, I didn't, I, I didn't send it to you. I, I, oh, okay. but, um, yeah, so I had pulled some pretty big fruits off of that cultivation. big for me, you yeah. know? But uh, me personally, I've never broke the 300 club ever. Same man. Yeah. Really? Low twos. Low twos. But again, I'm not, I think some of this, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm not trying to like diminish anybody's achievements here. Um, But early on, I noticed that I knew a lot of the people that were consistently posting pictures of massive fruits. Uh I also happened to knew they were growing bulk. So they're just running a lot of tubs. And they're, you know, they're setting them up. They got their modded tubs dialed in and they're sitting back and just rocking and rolling. 
And so just statistically more likely, I think, to come across some of these. I also think some people, whatever they're doing with their bag tech, bag tech seems to also a little more consistently pull out big, big fruits. Right. So I think if you get your genetics just right and you grow enough mushrooms, you know, they're bound to be bigger. I know I I ran ODPE for a while and uh, for the longest time it just looked exactly like it was supposed to. And then I put it in the fridge in one of Farrell's little, uh, you know, he had them. This was back when I thought it was real special because I had the little vials, the little LC vials. Yeah. And, And I stored some ODP in that vial. I didn't run ODPE for a while. I pulled it back out. I ran it again. And uh, and then that tub was nothing but big old fruits, 180, 200 gram, massive monster ODPE, nothing like ODPE is supposed to look like. And so I was like, oh, okay, so, you know, who knows? Maybe storing it cold there for a while did something to it. And, you know, I, I, I didn't, uh, I have not well, done I gotta say, since I'm- that one, but. I'm completely jealous of you because I've had ODPE from four different people and I have never once gotten it to do anything, anything, anything. It'll it'll colonize, it'll it'll colonize the cake, but it never pins. Oh man, I can send you some. It's all good. I still got some. No, I, I mean, gave, yeah, but it's, dude, that when I did that grow with those, because the problem with regular ODPE is they're kind of small. They're not the easiest to swab. So I never really swabbed too many of my regular runs. But then when I got them big chunk and ma- monster fruits, I mean, I, I could do like a hundred swabs off of one fruit and I had a whole tub full of these monsters. So I did, I don't know, two, three hundred ODPE swab sets. I just started giving them away. So they're, it's all out there. I don't see too many, you know, a lot of people these days, you know, they, they take their freebie and there's never like a shout out later or anything like that. So I I don't always see what's going on. Or sometimes I go, Oh, that girl looks familiar. And then I'll be like, wait a minute. I think I sent that guy something. So I'll do a little comment like, Hey, that looks great. And then they go, Oh yeah. Shout out to you for like, yeah, dude, that's, this is yours. Yeah. Thanks, well, that, thanks that, for the shout out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got that with Slink. I, I, I don't remember whether it was three hundred and fifty or four hundred and fifty, but it was some gargantuan fruit mm-hmm. that he got out of that um, that Gandalf the Green. I was always jealous because. Oh yeah, you I had some like, big. You... I mean, those were still big fruits, though, dude. That oh, Gandalf yeah. the Green, yeah. Oh yeah, but I'm like, how are you going to pull that with my cut? <laughs> and right. I don't even get those like that. I know. <laughs> but I like that. That's always that's yeah, that's always absolutely. cool. Yeah. All right. So we did we got crooked mystery. Now here's the other thing about those big fruit is they're neat to get and it's you know, in, in the proverbial, you know, dick swinging contest of the internet, it's super sure. fun. But you gotta chop it up into tiny little pieces to dry it Just out anyway. Dry it, so yeah. and, and man, you some gorgeous fruits that I wanted to dry whole and keep, I can't even fit them in a jar. So where am I going to put it? And so, yeah, there's there's pluses and minuses to these big fruits for sure. sure. Um, they're obviously easier to harvest. So most people that are harvesting a lot of fruit, they're trying to find that happy medium. They want something that just twists and plucks real nice, has a decent amount of weight, but not so much weight that it's not easy to dry. There's, you know, there's practical aspects to all that stuff. All right. So now I got Wabi Sabi again. He's running some natal moon. Um, I just got this from Jeff Karras. I'm, uh, I'm hopefully going to be running this one shortly. It, it, it's a, 
it's a pretty little cultigen for sure. It definitely looks like it works. Yeah. And that, yeah, that, that tub is about as full, or that bag is about as full as you can get. Yeah. yeah. Looks heavy. And then we got Michael J. I don't know Michael J. You might. Uh, he's one of our newer additions. I think okay. he's been with us for three, four months. Okay. And he comes from, man, if I'm, I feel like I'm going to lie if I say anything. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking it's so from he's Reddit. New. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's new, new from Reddit, Reddit. Running some Phobos. Looks fantastic. All right. And then we got Beaker Dabs. He's also one of the homies. Um absolutely i i used to talk to him a lot more than i i I have more recently but uh yeah this is a very interesting tub of iceberg right here um i feel like dave wombat would have developed 17 cultigens off of this one (laughs) right there are a lot of things to choose from in here bunch of phenos to hunt in there yeah yeah that is super cool i was pretty impressed with that myself all right, and then the last you got a slide of of my right hand man P Funk. Um, without oh, yeah. him, my my server would not be half of what it is. He's he's a really special dude. Um, P Funk uh, is the homie from way back. Yeah, he's he's for sure. He's one of the oldest old schools. So this is um, yeah, he runs a company called Mycology Simplified. Um. He's got cool stickers. He's got one of the coolest graphics setups for, for Discord that I've ever seen. I know he comes from like a graphics video production background. Um, but he's a heck of a, a vendor. He he you know makes makes grain bags, substrate, everything sterilized, everything clean, um, quality customer service, pours plates does it all also like some mountain bikes so you know definitely and, one of, one of, one of and, and yeah he yeah he he pulled the drippy corn out for for he he really galvanized it right like we talked yeah, about did. it um yeah so you know it all all started uh with uh stun in 21 he was the first one to just tell me hey you know what i do i just toss a shot glass of corn syrup in the first cook and i call it drippy corn and i was like it's catchy. Let's see if it works. It worked incredibly well. It almost works too good. Like I don't run it all the time to be, I run corn mostly, but I don't run drippy corn all the time because sometimes it's like too fast. I'm not ready for it. Um, but, but yeah, uh, so he, he, he started it. Uh, you know, we talked about it. We ran it. I know you're also a, a pretty decent fan of it. And I'm then, a huge uh, fan of it. Yeah. And, and then, uh, P funk was like, all right, I'm gonna make some stickers. I'm gonna sell drippy. They're corn. badass too. His oh, little yeah. drippy corn stickers are all awesome. His, all his stickers are super cool. All right. So so yeah, uh his stickers are really cool, man. Um I got some here. I I, I took a quick break. We edited this so I could show off some of these stickers. All right, so here is there is the drippy corn sticker. Also, if you order, you know, the undripified corn, he's also just got just corn. That's a happy little corn right there. It's a happy <laughs> little corn cup. We could yeah, yeah. all hope to be that happy. See, the drippy corn, he's he's a little more smug. He's kind of like, I know I'm amazing. I know you're going to love me. He's a little cockier. Yeah, um, for sure. He got then, that drip. 
you know? <laughs> yeah, he's got that drip. And then P-Funk, that's P-Funk's, like, main, that's how you know him on uh, Discord. But he's got it all. He's got some Dan Scart uh, stickers. Yeah, he's got all sorts of stickers. And if, if you order from that guy, of course, you end up with a big old pile of them. So I, oh, always, yeah. I always got P-Funk stickers all over the place. I remember when I started out, it was it was all about getting stickers to go on my flow hood. I now have a literal box. Me too. Of slaps of people. I mean, I could outfit twenty FUs yeah. at this point. So hang in there, guys. If you're new, the stickers will come as you build your friendships and and all that stuff. You'll you'll get more stickers. I got my fridges covered in them. My culture fridge and my yeah and my plates fridge and all that. <laughs> yeah. I still got boxes of. Them still yes yeah, but no I, I always i always try to take every opportunity i can to to plug p-funk you know uh he's, he's great he's been a good buddy to me for i got a very short list of people that i regularly pretty much daily recommend to people and he's definitely one of them he's yes. definitely one for me too yep absolutely yeah yeah and it's you know I can't tell you what, what that guy does for me as far as, you know, discord advice or calming me down when somebody's being stupid about something and I'm getting all hot about it. Um, he's, he's great. He, he's a great friend to have for sure. Absolutely. Um, can't, can't say enough good things about him. Been trying to get him on the show for a hundred years. Uh, he, you yeah. know, he's got his own reasons about not wanting to come on the, the show for now. I know. Maybe, maybe sooner or later we, we can make that happen. We'll see. Who knows? I've tried talking him into it too, but no. Yeah. No avail. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's too busy making drippy corn for everybody. Sure. That's that's right. probably what it is. Yeah. All right, man. Well, this has been fun. I think we hit all the, the I got all, I'm looking at my, my show notes. I think we hit everything. It was good. One more thing I'd Go like to it. talk about, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've already mentioned it on your show or not, but I would definitely like to give uh, a heartfelt shout out wow. to Dirty South. Thanks. Uh, good friend. Um, Great call. We lost another one, man. You know, know. that's, that's three in a year and a half that were excellent people and good cultivators. Different reasons are no longer with us. Yeah. And, uh, hot damn, man. You know what? You just, you never know. Yeah. That's why I say to everybody uh, at the ER, you know, people come in for some pretty serious stuff. And I like to talk about death, Um, not because I'm morbid, but because I think it's a part of what I do. I take care of a lot of old people. Right. And so I like to say, look, man, you're out of your warranty period. Yeah. You can't, you you know, you're out of your warranty period. Stuff's starting to fall apart now. You know, and and some of these things, you might have been healthy most of your life, but, you know, you're, you're 84 now. If you get a diagnosis, you know, if your kidneys aren't working well, that doesn't mean they're going to bounce back and be perfect. That means they're, they're breaking down. That means they're not working like they used to. You're now in that final phase of your life. And I, I think I'm doing people a service by talking about that. And then other younger people, I get people in car accidents all the time and and they're getting all mad and talking about who hit them. And I'm like, you're alive, man. Like, you know, you could have died in that car crash. Easily. I've I've had those myself. Yeah. Let's win our wins. You are still alive. You could be dead. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So you just never know. You never know what's going to happen. You know, I could die in a house fire. I can go drive to pick my kid up from school. Someone can broadside me, kill me. 
right? This is why it's the total cliche of let people know, you know, who matter in your life, what you think of them often. Um, don't, don't hold grudges with people that you care about, right? Like settle your shit every yeah. night you go to bed, you know, if, if you got something you haven't handled, handle it. Cause you just, you never know. And boy, oh boy, when people are gone, what I would do, uh, you know, if I'd known that last time I recorded them, I was never going to talk to them again. You know, I know. Yeah, I do know. So, uh, it's got to, if people matter to you, you got to let them know. It's got to, I just didn't want to end this interview without at least. No, I appreciate it. He's, he's, he's definitely missed. Um, uh, a lot of people have in various ways, um, you know, donated to his son Axel's uh, GoFundMe, which is really great. I, I think the level of support is really a testament to Our what he did for yeah. so many people. Um, so many people really appreciated um, his presence in the community, his genetics, his enthusiasm. And so, uh, yeah, that's, that was, that's a real sad one. Definitely going to be missing him for a long, long, long time. Well, I just want to also say I appreciate you bringing me back on the show. It's always a good time hanging out with you. It we is. do this sometimes. <laughs> yes. In a phone call on, yep. on uh, you know, either in Discord or on Instagram or, yep. or we're sending voice messages back and forth to each other all the time kind of stuff. Yeah, but this is this is the best. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But it's uh, it's kind of neat. You know, we just get yeah. just get to hang out. man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, guys, you know. Whitebeard, I think we talked about him the first time I had him on. He's been growing decades and decades and decades. Back when oh, come he on now, only had basic old. ass cubes. I did say four decades, didn't I? I think it's only three, but yeah. Uh, That's uh, not even three yet. Oh, not three. Two. It's, yeah, a little over two. Two decades. Yeah. Okay. All right. See, about I gave you way years. too much credit. Okay, 25 yeah. years. That's going you're on three. To, you're just trying to tease me how old I am. That's all. No. <laughs> Also, also, can we just shout out Whitebeard has literally one of the coolest logos. It's so cool. What a great shirt. Dude, I'm waiting. I love that. That's such a classic Texas logo right there. I can so tell you're a Texan. I want a black shirt with just a big, just the logo, just the big white beard. Just the icon? I, I think that would be super rad too, man. I don't have any like that to I send know. you. Let's do that. Let's make them. Do you, do you use Printful or did you use like a local company to make that? No. Um, honestly, off the top of my head, I don't remember the name of the company. It's off the internet. I'm extremely okay. happy. These yeah, shirts cool. are super soft yeah. and um, washed them a bunch of times and they're not cracking or nothing. Awesome. Uh, they have a thing going on. I can, I can post, I'll post it in the comments. The cool. link to this place where they have a trial that you can get a dozen uh, T-shirts, any size, any color you want. Okay. Uh, co color as far as the color of the shirt. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and a long sleeve shirt of any size that you want for like 80 bucks, dude, with your logo Ooh. on it. Yeah. Which is really yeah, cheap. Let's put that in the comments or send it to me. I'll put it in the description either way. Hell yeah. Cool, man. All I right. Well, plugging them. Yeah, well, and a lot of people like I I'm always telling people, that's cool, get a shirt. That's cool, get a shirt, get a shirt, get a shirt. I need t-shirts to wear, get a shirt. Yes. <laughs> cool, man. 
All right. Well, hey, thanks sorry. for coming on. Uh, I, I, I definitely, um, every time we get a chance to chit chat, unfortunately half the time, I feel like we're, we're just talking about some drama we're trying to deal with, but, uh, yeah. it's all good. It's all good. That's what happens when you own servers though. That is what happens when you try to run a server. Yes. Yeah. It's true. All right. Well, thank you so much. It was really cool getting to see, you know, what you're doing with the new server. Uh, it's obvious that you got a real tight knit group of people that you're really close with. I think for people watching, you know, people get in these servers, they think it's cool and it only takes them like one second to go, I want a server. So I, I hope hearing some of the stories here tonight helps people uh, understand, you know, some of the things to think about. Keeping it small is never a bad move. Uh, when I first started out, I had a ridiculously small private server that was like 12 or 14 people. Um, and that was just like that little, you know, for the homie server. Right. That's a great way to start. You know, join a few. You only need to, yes. I mean, dude, you really only need to be in a couple of the more solid discord servers you know you just don't need to be in a bunch of them it's going to be the same crap over and over again anyway just grab a couple that you dig that feel right that are big and, and then maybe find that your members yes and then find <laughs> something more like white beard size you know or or start your own you know super small server for yourself just to kind of have that private place hey so. i did want to throw a shout out to specifically your audience okay. um since the last time that i was on your show i got overwhelmingly warm uh awesome. welcomes from a lot of people that i never met before nice and uh great that's guys, my man. that's my favorite thing that's the best thing about it is um every once in a while i get messages from people who are like yeah man i'm friends with all these people now i met them through your you know through watching your podcast and i reached out to them and holy cow they talked to me and that's great and i'm like yeah. yes that's i'm actually thinking about who i have on i don't want jerks on the show not saying i've never had one on but i, I try to have good people that i think are here for the right reasons helping people out so I'm so glad to hear that. That's exactly what this is all about. We're just trying to myceliate, form new connections. Um, so that's so good. That's great. And I'm sure you're going to have more after this one, more people that weren't watching before. Now they go, oh, crap, I got to go watch and I got to go back and watch the first Whitebeard episode now. <laughs> yes, do do yeah. it. We, we we talked about some some more core stuff. Get to know him more as a, a his history as a cultivator. Um, and I'm sure he will be on again here shortly. Only a matter of time. All right, man. Well, take care. I hope your dogs get better and, uh, I will talk to you soon. Appreciate you, brother. All right, guys. That was Whitebeard. Uh, love that guy. Love having him on. Love hanging out with him. Love talking with him. He's a real, I I'm, I'm telling you of the hundreds, if not thousands of people I have talked to in the last two years in this community, that's a special guy. He, he really takes care of the people in the server. He, um, he cares, uh, and that is rare. A lot, lot of these people in this community, right, super on the surface, that, that's not Whitebeard. I, I really appreciate him. Uh, I want to thank him for being on the show. I want to thank all you guys for tuning in um, week after week. Really appreciate it. Um, I, I'm feeling like uh, I'm just still <laughs> maybe just barely getting the hang of this thing. So uh, really appreciate all my uh, supporters out there. Uh, get, you know, I get messages uh, periodically. And last week 
uh, I got a couple real special uh, messages from from a couple uh, people who watch. So uh, really appreciate that. Blue Mico and uh, a couple other people out there. Uh, you guys are what I'm doing it for. Yeah, I, I'm trying to do for you guys what nobody did for me when I started out in the community. I'm trying to bring uh, the cool people together, the people that are that are here for the right reasons. Uh, that That's all we're doing over here. So as long as you guys keep appreciating it, I'll keep doing it. Uh, anyway, until next week, go grow some mushrooms. <laughs>